Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the sunshine soaker herself, <laughs> Sandy Reevy. It's that time of year when you can get good sun rays. And episode 219 and October 3rd, let's get right into it in the transits. We have a short week starting with Thursday, October 6th, Mercury trine Pluto. The second and third time combined. Saturday, October 8th, Pluto stations direct. January 17th, babies rejoice. And Sunday, October 9th, full moon at 16 degrees of Aries. Stabilize before action. Then in talisman time, Sandy has three upcoming to graciously wake up others, to bind a contract, and to be protected. Then on the horizon, we have our Venus Starpoint Talisman Workshop happening this month. We are excited. We are open for registry. Also in our house with Mars going into Gemini, I have a special meditation to share with everyone. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. I say go do you. Now travel far, share your stories and earn your scars, it's you. Say you are the one you will answer to when this life is done. Don't waste a minute, jump in the river, wash yourself clean so you can deliver you. The story of you does... Hello, Sunshine Soaker. Well, you were joining me. I joined you in that one. (laughs) It was wonderful. With the fall weather, somehow we we got a break and we got about 60, high 60 something. And it's really beautiful on the top of the roof. Um, and so I, we are freezing cold down here and it's October. Right. Uh, first week, the first day of October and it's freezing cold down in our lower level. So we went up onto the highest level. Got and, some sun. It felt so laid good. Laid right on the ground and yes. felt so good. And that's how you got your nickname. So I want to go direct to all of you listeners saying thank you so much for the feedback and the emails that we have received. I'm bringing another one back in from the archives of the Mexico retreat from last year because we are starting from this year, earlier this year. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Feels like a whole nother age, but back to the focus on this Mexico retreat because we have another one coming up in January there are only there's two, two spots two left. spots left. So I want to share with you Heather's experience that she sent in after the last retreat. She writes, This Mexico retreat filled my soul from top to bottom, inside and out, backwards and forwards. There was not one spot that wasn't touched. Two weeks ago, the ladies on this retreat were perfect strangers to me. And I leave with an intimate connection with each of them, each different and each perfect. I went on this Mexico retreat to give closure and say goodbye to my father, Dale, who passed on the Sea of Cortez 24 years ago while on a fishing trip in 1998. His body was cremated and his ashes were laid to rest on the Sea of Cortez. I was not present to say goodbye. Mm. This lack of closure had left a hole deep in my soul that I thought I would never fill. An emptiness that put a veil, it seemed, on my whole entire life up until this point. This veil has now lifted, and I now walk through life filled with the love and self-assurance that I had been searching for all these years. 
This trip will remain sacred in my heart until my last breath. None of this would have been possible without the brilliance, love, compassion, imagination, and wisdom from the gorgeous goddess Sandy Reavy and her beautiful daughter Alex. Thank you. A deep thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me back the joy and happiness at a deep soul level that I could not seem to grasp. The peace and closure that seemed untouchable is now mine, and that is all because of you ladies. Thank you, Heather. Wow. Yes. I love that. That's beautifully written, beautifully stated, and wow. That's it's it was true. Um, if I can share, we were taking photographs. We we made a special, um, sacred ceremony for her one mm. morning. And and if anybody ever on retreat has us like a birthday or a celebration of something, mm-hmm. uh, we bring attention to it. But this particular morning, we did this for Heather, and we walked down to the beach, and um, we did this and that and the other thing, and. Uh, we would take pictures, right? And mm-hmm. we could see orbs floating all around Heather. Mm-hmm. No one else, just Heather. Yeah. Which is part of why she wrote that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Transformative, my gosh. So if you are all ready, let's get into the transits. All right. Thursday, October 6th, Mercury, Chine, Pluto. Yeah, this is a trine. And so this is the second and third time that that Mercury's meeting with Pluto. And I combined these because they're just meeting up at 26 degrees. And Pluto's stationed here because he's getting ready in, in the next few days to station direct. So this is like the second and the third time. Um, sometimes that happens. Not often for sure. It's not common. But I don't know it's, that it's rare. Mm-hmm. But with Pluto, because Pluto is such a, you know, power, power planet. Yeah. So anything that was going on starting at like August 22nd, that was the first meetup that has been brewing and that needed time for full disclosure. You know, you need it. You're sitting on something. You were maybe afraid to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a perfect time to ask that question, to say you're sorry, to tell the truth, something because now you have your answer and that's when it now makes its move. Right. Mm. So once you know your answer, you know, which way to, to, to start um, clicking in, clicking the heels to move forward. So watch the news on this day, especially, you know, Thursday, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, watch for news coming out. That is uh, sharing hidden, hidden. Interesting. Uh, it's very easy for someone to report on it now because it's very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on, Saturday, October 8th, Pluto stations direct. Right. At 26 degrees of Capricorn, like I just mo- mentioned, this is around 5 p.m. This is Chicago Central Time. And and I really always like to look at when Pluto is stationing direct, that means he is not moving back to this degree ever again in our lives. Oh, wow. And so 26 degrees of Capricorn is that degree. And that would be anyone born January 17th. Okay. We know the sun is at 26 degrees in Capricorn on that day, every, every year. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you are finishing up your final stages of transformation. By Christmas time, show us your new formed, beautiful wings. Oh, I like that. And it's really hard to do that with Pluto. You know, Pluto will transform. So he'll take what you already have, mush mm -hmm. it up. <laughs> right. And it's not done until it's done. You know, when you hear, you know, half-baked or something's not mm -hmm. fully uh, prepared or ready, um, that, that's this. And so by Christmas, I'm, I'm expecting that these folks uh, that were born on January 17th, now this Pluto completely leaves, goes into 27 degrees and finishes. But those January 18th babies... You, you're not yet, you're, not, you're still coloring outside the lines <laughs> of your wings. Uh, you have another year to go. Okay. But, whew, you know, January 16th babies were last year and January 15th babies were the year before. Okay. So we're inching on for a direct hit of Pluto on the needle sun. Okay. And Sunday, October 9th, full moon at 16 degrees of Aries. This is at 3.55 p.m. And that is, it's a full moon. So let's picture this at 16 Aries. Mm -hmm. So the sun is at 16 Libra. Right. And the sun, I mean, it's, it's opposite. almost four o'clock. So the sun probably is not down yet. But just as the sun is making his daily set, you know, he's almost ready to, mm -hmm. probably has another two hours to go. Mm -hmm. uh, so just as that sun is setting that, you know, right, mm -hmm. you know, a couple mm -hmm. of hours before, as I mentioned, the moon, which isn't up yet, because the moon would be below the horizon if they're opposite and the right. sun's above the horizon. Two hours below the so horizon. So the moon is full at 16 of Aries. Now let's just picture that. So the sun in Libra is co-present with Venus, the ruler. So this placement is like, oh, the ruler of, of Libra is here. Is, so Venus can do some really nice things. Okay. Although Venus has combust the sun, we can't see her because she's too close to the sun. Working behind the scenes? Working behind the scenes. Something that's hidden. Also, the, moon, the sun is making a trine to Saturn, mm -hmm. who is, who is um, you know, making that adjustment pretty soon to go into uh, his direct, but he's still retrograde here. So now we've got a benefic and a, and a malefic. Okay. Now let's go over to the moon's angle, which is not quite up yet. The moon is making, uh, is ruled by Aries, ruled by Mars, Mars and making a sextile to Mars in an air sign, right? Which is in Gemini. And that makes the moon sextile to Saturn. So there's the two malefics and is conjoined Jupiter because Jupiter we know is retrograde in Aries. So like this whole configuration is the two benefics are with the luminaries mm -hmm. opposite. So it's nice. Okay. But there is the malefics are making angles toward it. Now it's not for a negative approach. But it's almost, that's why I called it stabilize, you know, stabilize this Jupiter, mm -hmm. the Jupiter, moon, sun, uh, Venus, stabilizing this opposition angle 
so it's like ready, set, and then wait to go. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Saturn here is in a trine saying wait to go. Mars is like mm, too many directions to move in. I don't know. I'm not sure which way to tell you to go. So it almost makes me think that, you know, stabilizing yourself and whether that's, you know, getting your, you know, you know, like when I played uh, softball for many, many, many years, I played third base, shortstop and pitcher. But when you played shortstop, that was the variable placement, mm-hmm. you know, in the on the field. And you had to be get your haunches down, <laughs> your knees bent, your glove down. Yeah. Right. And be prepared for going that way or this way or that way or jumping or going that way and where you're throwing the ball. Correct. Right. So it reminds me of get yourself set up. Like be aware, you know, peripherally know what's behind you, know what's coming, you know, keep your eye on the ball because it's going to ask you to respond. So the better you're ready, instead of, you know, like when I would watch Andrew, your brother play soccer. He was not a soccer player. He would be like, blah, 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 not paying attention Waiting to around anything and, like the whistle and on defense. <laughs> now, baseball and golf are another story. But getting, you know, ready, set, wait to go. Mm-hmm. But you've got your mind set up. So, you know, we being have prepared to see- even when you when you aren't expecting that you have to be. Right. Okay. Because there's going to be something to come up. And, you know, when we, we I mentioned this on our forecast that we just recorded today mm-hmm. um, that this is the last full moon in Aries. You know, we get a full moon in 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 each of the signs once a year, right? Mm-hmm. We get a new moon there and one sign, and we get a full moon in that sign once a year. And this will be our last full moon before we get to next year when these will be called eclipses. Because okay. the nodes are moving backwards into Libra and Aries out of their Scorpio Taurus area. So this to me is uh, very important to be prepared and ready. Is that making sure you have your, you know, your glasses are cleaned, uh, your yeah. car's ready. It's filled with gas, right? That your refrigerator, like mm-hmm. you're, you're prepared for whatever uh, comes up. Right. Um, because uh, the eclipses, the next full moon, not in Aries, but the, our next our next full moon, you know, in our our consecutive in Taurus will be an eclipse next month. Mm. So, you know, set yourself up. Yeah, right. For real. So. I, we We talked a lot about that, but really in in that aspect, you're kind of expecting good things but with the possibility of things to change or alter from those malefics so that's you know kind of the reason why you're saying get prepared be ready right and be able to be able to move right or left Mm -hmm. you know if you're tied down to something and i'm not saying to you know abort anything that you have ever said yes to or committed to it just says you know uh be ready to play the game but you Mm -hmm. don't know what the game is quite yet okay We've got a lot of iffies coming in with the Mars, uh, you know, retrograding in Gemini. That just brings a lot of different subjects to the table. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, it's like the puzzle pieces. If there was a thousand, a thousand piece puzzle, yeah, those got cut in half. Now we got a two thousand piece 
Got it. It was puzzle to put together. So, okay. you know, again, how would you get ready for a 2000 piece puzzle? Just off the top of your head, name something. Carve out some time. <laughs> well, have a space big enough oh, right. for okay. the dimensions of the, mm-hmm. of the puzzle, right? Have that you don't need this table or space for anything other than that. Maybe be able to invite others to the table. So you might want, you know, the table away from the wall. So it, other people have a light by it, right? Mm-hmm. Like be prepared. Right. Kind of like that. Got it. Okay. So let's move on to talisman times because that was a short, short week. Moving into talisman times, you have had a little bit of a break. So there's no finished talismans to discuss today, but we do have three upcoming talismans. The first is Tuesday, October 4th, to graciously wake up others. I wield the sword of fairness. Let us all be weighing everything and everyone on the scales of justice. Let us all relate in kindness and harmony. These words are my action. Um, and really, I, you know, I, I like the Deccans. Uh, Venus is here. You know, we know that Venus is at six degrees here in Libra coming up over the horizon. And the sun is at 11. So there's only a five degree separation from Venus and the sun. So instead of going for the, you know, the Venus, I use her Deccan and she's in the first Deccan. Um, which is about fairness and equality in, in you know, uh, eradicating injustice. So, of course, we're not going to use the word injustice unless we say of justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's this um, placement here. We've got the moon. Uh, the moon is in Aquarius for which includes everyone. Okay. Minorities, mm-hmm. uh, LGBTQ, 2N. I think there's just another plus there. Um, and it's, and the moon is also making the next aspect he makes that she makes is a sextile to Jupiter sitting right on the descendant angle. Mm -hmm. So in the seventh house of one-on-one relationships and creating, you know, like this humanity for all as relationships, like we relate to them. And of course, Venus there, the moon is making that uh, trine aspect. Uh, from an air sign to another air sign, Venus coming up over the horizon in her own sign of Libra. Yeah. All righty. To graciously wake up others. And the next talisman, Saturday, October 8th, to bind a contract. I join together with you now. I promise to act holy in a sacred time and trust that we create law that we both agree on and to. We are enmeshed. So this this one is done early in the morning. The sun's not quite up over the horizon. And so we have this as a night chart where Venus is uh, has more of a presence in a night chart. She's more in charge of the nighttime uh, charts. We have Venus coming up over the horizon, of course, in Libra. And the moon now is in her last degrees of Pisces, making an exact opposition to Mercury in his own sign. So Mercury here is exalted and uh, in domicile. So the moon is making an opposition to Mercury, Mm -hmm. then coming up, conjuncting Jupiter, 
which is the ruler of the moon, and then making an opposition to Venus. So it is, and again, this is a links of a chain in the second decan of, of Libra. So again, putting some two links in a chain together forever to be connected. And bound. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Saturday, October 8th, there is another talisman you'll make to be protected. Hey, I'll tell you what. When I said that last time that I was making an, an alcade uh, talisman, mm-hmm. it sold right away online, um, like as soon as I made it. Uh, the, the person who bought it didn't even see the colors, didn't even know if it was a small bead or a large bead. Right. Uh, because I had said on the podcast that everyone should have an alcade protection Talisman. Yeah, talisman. In mm-hmm. fact, I was just at an event this past weekend in Scottsdale with Beth uh, Beth Davis's event, Manifest by Design, human mm-hmm. design expert. And someone came up and said, do you have an Alcade talisman? Oh, wow. And I said, wow. I'm I making- think that was like the probably the first time that's ever happened to you. Yeah, these people are tuned in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I said, I don't have one available. It just sold. But there is another one coming up. And, we, and this is just the season for this 20... 20- this 27 degree of Virgo, which is where Alcade sits. Mm-hmm. And Alcade is the handle of the Big Dipper. Okay. The very end of the Big Dipper. You've heard me talk about that. Which the Big Dipper is Callisto. Big Dipper is the Great Bear. Mm-hmm. And that star sits right there. Alcade sits right on the tail or the lip of the right and handle. we discussed it's like the the cub bear at the mother's mother bear tail right so mm-hmm. and there is the the lesser bear or the or the smaller bear right behind her so that's why and it's this is right at the midheaven so any fixed star has to be connected in parent to a planet on one of the angles but this is a conjunction um culminating um to be protected I am cared for now and wherever I travel. This universe holds me as a mother holds her baby in guarded in a guarded manner. All good material and spiritual vibes are present. I am safe. Mm-hmm. I, there isn't going to be another time I can do an alcade until we get really, I might be able to get a moon one throughout the year, but these, this is where I have, you know, I've made so many recently is because mm-hmm. the sun was there. Then Venus was there, and now Mercury is back here again. So this might be the last really good one because, uh, in a while, because Mercury is the ruler rules and for that protection. And yeah, Mercury rules Virgo where Alcade sits. So mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. This is a really good one. And so we'll discuss quickly the talisman of the month to stimulate others with kind words. The affirmation, I provide and support my crew and team. My ideas, thoughts, and suggestions inspire them. We feel great. And this one has the moon in cancer, which is all that like nurturing, that team effort. Um, conjunct the midheaven and square Venus in Libra. And so that's that teamwork attitude, the mentality, and using your own ideas as a leader to inspire others yeah and actually that aspect will be coming up this month but Mm -hmm. it's already in from last year we got this last year too. yes yeah 
So let's move on to the horizon where we just finished up October's astrology forecast with Sandy and Susan that is ready and waiting for you on the website. Just head over to our blog or click the link in the description. You're going to be listening to Sandy and Susan's favorite days, the Mm -hmm. conflict days, the astro interesting days. Uh I think there's two of them and an overall idea of of how October is going to flow. Um, We actually both had the same favorite day. You did? That doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. Also, October 22nd, coming up this month, we have our Venus Starpoint Talisman Workshop. This is really exciting for us because the Talisman Workshops, you really get a very hands-on experience of not only understanding personally what these transits mean to you, but also a talisman that you can take along the journey forward. That actually is made at a, at a certain time for a definite reason by a spirited creator, right? And you become that spirited creator to live that intention. Mm-hmm. Wear it next to your face because we're doing earrings. <laughs> right. Or a charm if you don't have holes in your ears like I do. I want a charm or if, you're, if you don't wear earrings at all. Mm-hmm. And so that that link is in the description if you wanted to join us. The Talisman webinar is um, around noon on October 22nd. Also, our Mexico retreat, we only have two spots left for January 7th through the 14th. Go ahead and click that description. We have a new, improved, extremely informational, and very wholesome page that we've created and written down for the Mexico retreat. We will be having more for Bali and the Greece retreat coming soon. But if you want to know more information, see pictures from past experiences and trips and yeah, get an idea of what this where retreat has in store. Where you're going, uh, where you're, what room, like the, all the right, rooms pictures look of alike, the room, the pictures of the room, pictures of food, um, pictures of the palapa. Uh, mm-hmm. You did a really, really nice job, Alex, of putting well, that uh, retreat page together of all the information, where to fly in, what time to fly in, and what time to fly out. Mm-hmm. But again, that $500 holds your space. Right. All right. And we would love to have you. There's only two more spots, so join us. Also, our early bird is ending very soon for 2023 Bali, and that is happening April 1st through the 11th, and we would love to have you too. So if you haven't signed up for our mailing list, go ahead, join in, because we will be sending out a special announcement to everyone about the Bali retreat. As a matter of fact, two of the women that are going to Mexico are going to Bali. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So also, if you're interested in joining us for a retreat, but still have a few questions, you can receive a free 15-minute call with Sandy to ask her those questions and see if this retreat is right, a right fit for you. So sign up. That, that is in the description. Or you can just go to intentionbeads.com slash retreat. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much to be said about those, these retreats, but we don't want to overwhelm with this episode because we will be having a interview, a special interview with a few attendees that have 
been there and done that and want to share a little bit of their experience. So without further ado, let's get into our house where I have a Mars and Gemini special meditation for you. So when you're ready, you can go ahead and get into a comfortable seat. Today's meditation is written for the transit of Mars and Gemini. This meditation is an active visualization focused on strategy and decision-making. This is a timely episode timed for Mars' planetary transit through Gemini this second half of the year and its retrograde cycle. To briefly explain, Mars represents our focus, willpower, and how we take action. And as explained in the previous Gemini meditation, Gemini, the twins, emphasize paradoxal unity, two different sides of the same coin, a duality. When the planet Mars is within Gemini, it represents a battle of words or options and can bring with it nervous energy. This is an active meditation for the mind only so you can rest your body in a standing, seated, or supine position. During this meditation, I will ask you to become aware of a fork in your road, where you are considering acting between two options, this or that, now or later, staying or going, fighting or fleeing. So. If you're not there already, get yourself to your comfortable position with your back straight and in alignment. And when you're ready, close your eyes. Let's begin. First, we settle into our meditative space with a cleansing breath. Breathe in deeply, expanding both belly and chest. And as you exhale, purse your lips and breathe out in short, energetic bursts, flexing your abdomen. And once you've exhaled completely, contract those muscles harder until all the air is out. We will flow through this four times together. We begin with our breath in deeply, expanding both belly and chest, and exhaling, pursing our lips, Breathing out in short, energetic bursts, flexing the abdomen. Now, continue a relaxed breath throughout the rest of the meditation. Begin by visualizing yourself at a fork along a beaten path. 
under a wooded walkway. Here you stand, among the autumn leaves, taking a break from action, to simply observe and weigh your options. Stay conscious so as not to judge definitely or harshly because this is a chance for you to see the possibilities of both. Take a look at the first path. Notice your comfort level with it. Does it scare you? Or do you feel it's the easier option? Look as far down that pathway, imagining past what you can see. What are you doing? How do you feel? Use your curiosity for a few more moments to explore this vision further. Now, bring your attention to the next path and notice those same qualities of this pathway. Does it scare you? Comfort you? How do you see yourself here on this path? Where are you? And what are you doing? Use this opportunity to place yourself there and explore the questions you have. There are no decisions you must take right now as you stand here at the fork in the pathway. You are simply noticing the two different roads ahead and meditating on choice. Since the energy of Mars and Gemini can lead to overthinking, I'd like to take a moment to close this meditation with a poem. Listen and enjoy these words by Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood and, sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler, 
Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that the passing there had worn them really about the same and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I keep the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. I, I love that because, you know, if you're doing meditations like you're planning on doing every other month here on our podcast, mm-hmm. you know, that also gets put up on your by yourself, not your mother podcast, mm-hmm. um, which that's what it should be called, not my mother's podcast. That should be the tagline. <laughs> that's a funny one. I know. Um, is the fact that you're taking that Mars and Gemini while Mars and Gemini is forward, right? He's direct. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to retrograde. And then he's going to go direct again all over the next six months. So I like how you're entering it entering us into the values and things that we can do, you know, like, like breath work, you know, and expanding your lung field and stuff. So, right. Um, anyway, really cool. Really cool. Thank you for doing that. And that's a wrap everybody for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. I say go do you. Now travel far, share your stories and earn your scars, it's you. Say you are the one you will answer to when this life is done. Don't waste a minute, jump in the river, wash yourself clean so you can deliver you. The story of you, the story of you. The story of you, the story of you.